Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout Episode 102 for September 13th, 2023. My name is Marty Sleva. I am joined by Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu. And guys, no time for dilly-dallying today. Sometimes we have real we have real bad streams where we don't really have anything to talk about, so we need to stretch things. But holy Moses, do we have some topics for you guys today. <laughs> what was that noise? What noise? I, yeah, I heard nothing. I heard nothing Oh, either. I have an ad coming from somewhere. Oh. <laughs> where is that ad coming from? There was squeaky got the, toys. Got the there grudge in your closet? <laughs> oh, my God. And you said we had no time for dilly dally. <laughs> we had no time for dilly dally. No time for lollygagging. Uh, we have a wonderful show for you today. Um, Casey and Nick have been playing a lot of Lies of P. Uh, oh boy. Casey will have his full Lies of P review up uh, in, in the near future. Uh, but we're going to tell you why Lies of P is not just some disposable souls like from another studio that isn't from software. Uh, it rises above that, and it is a game that any fan of the souls like uh, needs to be playing um and then uh, we're gonna talk about some news including uh unity the the um development engine tool uh completely stepping in it and and <laughs> uniting the games industry like doing what their name entails and uniting the games industry in hatred towards them uh as well as the exciting news of events tomorrow we got a nintendo direct tomorrow and a sony showcase tomorrow got two, Ooh, man. Got two things video game christmas oh tgs right around the corner holy moses um but most importantly guys Y'all see these Mexican aliens? I, I <laughs> that, that's a hoax, did. right? That is not a hoax. That is it's not, a, not hoax. a hoax. I am all in on Mexican aliens are real. Nick, you know about Mexican? I I, I was reading up on it earlier. Yes. So oh, is that real? I'm, I'm not. Convinced. I mean, they presented Absolutely. it in front of the government. <laughs> government never lie. Yeah. Government never lie. It was a tweet that said it was in front of the government, so it's got to be true. <laughs> I don't know. They showed me X-rays. They said they did DNA on them. And everyone's like, "Oh, these aliens are real." So yeah, chat. If you didn't like, know, what? there's there's like real. They got real aliens in Mexico. I don't want to. I don't want to spread that sort of information because yeah. I'm I'm personally not convinced. I saw it all over Twitter for like a hot second, and then it went away. Like CNN has no information about this, as far as I've seen. Like no, I have CNN news stories talking to me all freaking day. Yeah, Nothing about watching. Mexican aliens. I've been watching X Files. I know why it's taken away because <laughs> the cigarette smoking man. He's got his he's got his strings, just like lies of look. I, I, he's the, got his strings. He's puppeteering everyone in the government. I, I, I don't I don't like the timing of it because I've been watching Invasion on Apple Plus, so you know yeah, a little a little bit actually yeah. Kinda. How, how do these uh, little Mexican aliens compare to uh, the ones in Invasion? Be, Not nothing be, like them. We need to to clarify they were aliens that were discovered in Mexico. Yeah, Mex like Mexico has ownership of these aliens yeah. supposedly. Like in theory, the aliens are from like a different planet. Um, so, but yeah, not, it's like, really not the planet Mexico. Not the planet of Mexico, no. But it's yeah, it's really exciting, and they look they they look like old like what you think of as an alien, but they're little. Look, they're small. Yeah, they were like real real bite size little guys. Yeah, they're kind of like pocket size aliens. So, uh, congrats. <laughs> all to them. all I all I saw out of this was reading Reddit comments, and just it was funny, and <laughs> that's all I took from I bet. it. I bet. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> to it's me, it's great. So, yeah, that's the that's the most exciting thing we got going on. Uh, but how are how are you guys doing? Are you guys excited to talk about some video games? <laughs> <laughs> sure sure yeah video sure. game video games are stressing me out right now there's too many good ones to play oh god TMG. there's so many good games there's a lot of good games there's a lot of good i have so many indies downloaded on my steam deck ready to jump into but i don't got time for them i thought i was gonna play Eternites before this stream and i did not and that's like the the hack and slash persona like mm -hmm. what am i doing i'm missing out on persona like um 
before we get to the games we have been playing, let's talk about some of the games we might not be playing in the future, uh, specifically ones that are made on uh, the Unity engine. Uh, so Unity, uh, the the engine responsible for a lot of the most popular games uh, on the planet, including Among Us and and Pokemon Go, Genshin and Impact, Genshin Impact and and Pokemon Brilliant, Pearl Diamond Shining. <laughs> I don't know which one that was called. Marvel Snap, uh, uh, countless games, Cult of the Lamb, a ton of ton of games. Uh, Unity uh, uh, made a revision saying that as of January first, twenty twenty four, um, there would be installation fees levied towards developers every time a game of theirs. At first, it sounded like was installed on any computer ever. It didn't matter where that copy of the game came from or if you were installing it on several devices, like I install things on this computer as well as my Steam Deck. In theory, that developer of that game would be charged a fee twice for that installation. And from what it sounded like, uh, if the copy was pirated, installations would still be counted. If the copy was downloaded off of Xbox Game Pass, it would still count. Um, if if the game was a part of, ch- of a charity package, yeah, you'd, you're still going to get fined for that. Um, Unity has since tried to backtrack several times on hmm. this, um, and each time it feels like they're stepping on another rake and slapping themselves in the face once again. Uh, and I've never seen such a united front of of anything in video games on Twitter <laughs> yeah. against one single thing. Uh, and it's actually it's actually really nice to see everyone come together in a year where everyone's just been yelling at each other. It's nice to see everyone come together against one common enemy. Um, however, this is pretty scary because Unity has its fingers in so many popular games and so many games that are currently in development that won't be coming out for years. My uh, yeah, what a, my favorite what part of the story is that, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say his name wrong. I, I started it on PostZP. Riccatello. Yeah, but I'm calling him John Ricca Riccatello. Just to okay, some. You do two Riccas. Who was he? Was previously the CEO of EA back yeah. when they were voted worst company in the United yeah. States. Yeah. That was like this that is, was his fault. Yeah. Well, this is the guy that started online passes in games. And mm-hmm. one of his most famous quotes is from a talk he was giving where he wanted to try to charge people for uh, reloading a gun in Battlefield as a microtransaction. And his right. and his right. justification behind it was, we're not gouging them for money, we're charging them for money. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you are the dumbest piece of shit. Yeah. And somehow yeah. this guy, somehow this guy with like a, lot of, a lot of big CEOs fail upwards and just mm-hmm. went to Unity somehow. No idea. Yeah, move, moved on from making EA one of the most hated companies in a world that has companies that literally profit off of war, mind you. He yeah. somehow got EA above them on the list of worst companies in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved to Unity and was kind of like kind of flying on the radar for a long time and then decided for some reason I need to <laughs> I need to whip up a big stick again and came up with one of the most insidious ideas I think like gaming has had a lot of like really shitty ideas to try and get money out of people. This is so bad. Like I'm, I'm wondering if it's legal even like, cause I mean, in order for them to know lawsuits, the big thing to know that something's been installed on a device, like are they not peering into your system somehow? They've said they also well, the, the like stuff thing, is changing uh, on the fly. They just like, supposedly they, they had, 
according if you follow their record on GitHub, you can see that they sort of backdoor changed a bunch of things with their API that is used to track installs, which huh. would be like this is like either you are guessing at what an install is, or this is like super shady and people don't realize like how much their information is actually being pillaged by. Well, and I love, I love like every time they put a response out, they're like, just trust us, bro, with our, our black box data that they've got going back there. And I'm like, yeah, like you, you just lost all your trust with every developer you work with. And yeah. some of the lawsuits that are coming in already are because uh, their previous EULA basically said that they, you can opt in or out of changes that they make. Like if you sign a previous ULA, you're not automatically opted into the new one, but then apparently they quietly removed that a couple months ago. So now you are just opted in automatically. If you released a game. Yeah. And people and are like, like that was like, wait, what, what if we released a game 10 years ago? That's still <laughs> yeah, selling. Yeah. Like, um, and it's, it's really weird. And there's also like, you, there's this like a whole rabbit hole of how this is in the language. They're saying this doesn't apply to gambling apps and games. And then other parts of the language, people are realizing that, like, the the U.S. Defense Force uses Unity. Like, Lockheed Martin, a contractor for, for the United States government, uses Unity. And so it's like, are you – and who are you – who is this Who is this final charge going to? They say sometimes it will be on the platform holders. So I'm like, so yeah, Nintendo, did, did they even Sony, talk to Xbox? and Microsoft <laughs> yeah. are going to pay you money? Yeah, and no. the other thing that's funny is, like, they're saying they – like, Microsoft – is blood like there is blood in the water like their lawyers are like on a fucking high now after the activision <laughs> thing so they're like this is not a good time to be like poking that hornet's nest because those lawyers are like they, they just got bloodshot eyes and they're like we're ready we're ready to go after you um, oh god it, yeah it's it's one of those stories that i'm sure 24 hours from now this will be a different story a week from now this will be a different story but the, the um, only the only way this gets solved is that CEO steps down and resigns. Like that is the yeah. only way people will trust Unity ever again. And he will have a golden parachute of of. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll 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 run If I can play devil's advocate a little bit, do we know that this is John Ricciello's idea? It, no, I mean, if he's the CEO, he's the CEO. Uh, the I mean, it, 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 we don't know if that's it was true. his that's true. If, right? Yeah, it, this, it this reeks sounds, of him and his influence. This sounds like, like I mean it's sure it's I'm sure shareholders and everything had some say in this, but I mean this is the guy that wanted to charge you for reloading a gun in a video game. Right, so, yeah, it yeah. sounds on brand. Yeah, yeah, this is exactly on brand. <laughs> this is every time you There's reload a video game. Saying that devs who make games without monetization in mind are fucking idiots. His quote was they are fucking idiots if you yeah. make a game without a monetization <laughs> model in mind. Um <laughs> yeah, he he sucks. That sucks. This reeks of if it wasn't his decision, this was someone's decision who is completely out of touch with Everything. developers and creatives and the people who actually use this thing because I'm sure there were hundreds of people at Unity who were like, this is a terrible idea. You shouldn't do this. Don't do this. This is a terrible idea. This like, is like Poland Spring wanting to charge people for like yeah. water. <laughs> like just yeah. water out of a creek. Yeah, yeah. It is um it is it is I'm sorry, wild. not Poland Spring. Nestle. I don't want, let me not slander Poland. Nestle's worse. Yeah, don't Nestle. do ever say anything bad about Poland. Yeah, <laughs> Nestle's like legitimately one of the, one of the worst <laughs> companies on earth. Um, but it's interesting. We've seen um, Cult of the Lambs developer said we, uh, we're we going to be pulling our game on January 1st because that's when this goes into um, effect. Like, Did they have the to? Any even. any of the small developers have to do that. They can't yeah. afford this. <laughs> Inner Sloth said a similar thing with Among Us. Uh, people are are pointing to the fact that Hollow Knight Silk Song is on is on Unity, and at a certain point, do developers look at it and are like, even if you change this, 
maybe we should think about putting this game on on something another else. engine right yeah just free advertising for, for epic and for Godot. hell epic epic should step in and like offer to pay the cost of the switch engines <laughs> yeah oh I, yeah i yeah. mean honestly um, like, so yeah that's why it's um obviously a little bit of inside baseball but something that's really interesting and um i don't know again it's just nice that in all of these things that keep happening all year where it's like developers against press against players against AAA, against indies and against first parties uh everyone everyone can team together all the good guys and all the bad guys can team together <laughs> and fight galactus <laughs> yeah this is a uh, yeah i don't know i i don't see this sticking because i mean no. once they lose the support of the platform holders then they lose everything yeah and if honestly uh, if i was unity employees hell i'd walk out right now because like this will tank the company yeah, yeah, you just painted everyone with this this really shitty brush. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like, and, and like what... say they say they wind this back, right? Everything that I think can't change course at this point will probably stay if they if they have that opportunity. But the the damage is already done. Anyone starting a new game is probably going to be like not Unity, just in case. It also feels like one of those things where like you you introduce something so outrageous. So that the compromise is something that <laughs> sounds so better. pretty bad, yeah. but not as bad as that outrageous thing. And I'm like, well, right. how did this happen? Shit. All right. Well, we a one time installation fee for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the platform fuck? holders and the government. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, is someone, that okay? Is that fine? Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. So that's, uh, we'll, we'll have more on that as, uh, as that unfolds uh, going forward. Uh, before we jump to our next story, Hell Knight. Open early access. Thank you so much as always. Hell Knight and then Shieldman with a pair of $5 donos. Remember those donos right now are going towards our uh, upcoming goal of Nick uh, with his annual Spooky Game Festival in October. Do you know what Spooky Games you're going to be playing yet? Dead Space Remake, Amnesia the Bunker, uh, and then I'm figuring out the other two. I might I might go back to Finish Visage. You love your I don't. That game freaks me out. But I want to finish spooky. it. <laughs> no, the puzzles were too spooky hard. Spooky hard. Yeah. <laughs> we we oh, got oh, Amy and I got to like some I don't remember who I was playing with. I think it was Amy, but we got to some like picture puzzle and I was completely lost. But now that there's like I was playing it right when it released, so now that there's guys that walk through, so I could probably finish it. Yeah, you just cheat. Yeah, exactly. Fuck the puzzles. Recommends playing Five Nights at Freddy's one through ten. No. Become the Five Nights at Freddy's experts so that when the movie comes out, we can get your good take on it. No. Think about it. Uh, Shieldman, thank you so much for those donations. Uh, just wanted to say thanks to Marty for hours and hours of laughs and for being such a charismatic showrunner here and on all the other shows I watch. Thank you so much, Shieldman. Aww. That's very sweet of you. And thank you to Nick for being such a great steward of the Escapist Through Tough Times. And thank you, Casey, for all of your insight and good taste. Oh, hmm. Thank you for such gracious compliments. Yeah, Shieldman, that was that was great of you. Shieldman said, I haven't caught this live in a long time, so I wanted to share my appreciation for you. Uh, thank you so much, Shieldman. Yeah, so, uh, you know who I saw on uh, Pose ZP today? President Walker. <laughs> I haven't seen them in forever. The president, I haven't seen President Walker in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You th do you think he's still president? Or is, is it like where you still call Bill Clinton President Clinton? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. America seems to want a dictator for a president. So, oh, no. John McPello. Uh, <laughs> he's going to need a job soon. Oh, God. <laughs> um, uh, moving on. Uh, in, in more exciting news, uh, this, this has been a big week for, for, for game announcements, game reveals. Uh, yesterday we had the um, Apple event. 
and obviously uh, on uh, along with all the new technology and, and cell phones and, and, and iPhones and iWatch or Apple watches and everything, uh, they showed that in their upcoming um, versions of the iPhone, the iPhone 15, uh, it is going to be able to run upcoming AAA games natively, including Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake, uh, Resident Evil Village, and Death Stranding. And these aren't going to be games that are streamed. These aren't going to be like cloud games. Uh, it the, the the new chip, the new processing chip that is in these new phones is going to be able to run 2023 AAA games uh, natively. And they will be available on there. And they haven't discussed what the specs are going to look like on the games, what the exact business model is. Capcom has said um, the games are going to be free to start. And then you pay after a certain point, which is kind of similar certain games are like that where it's like give them the first half hour and then and what's, you know if yeah, you what's like the uh what's the, the price of this phone model. uh the phone starts at a thousand and i think it's 12 <laughs> or 1300 it's pretty <laughs> but these are there are three versions i read right i, I think there's like an 800 plus there's an 800 one there's a thousand dollar one and then there's a 1200 dollar one no and oh, this okay. this will run on all three or just one of the I thought I read top only higher the, tier ones? Only the top two. Um, the top two, and, okay. Yeah, and it's kind of future-proofing like just anything that has this new line of, uh, of, of processing chip uh, inside of them will be able to run this. Can, I just, can, uh, I, can we just go back to having like $200 phones that I can just call people and browse the internet on and I don't need all these other expensive shit? Yeah, they got those. Ryan Reynolds. Every time I watch TV, Ryan Reynolds is there and he's like, hey, I mean, you, can, you can get this phone if you want. <laughs> you can get the phone with the, the really big number buttons on it. Yeah, getting yes. chirp. <laughs> I know, I know, when my iPhone is starting to go, and like every time I try to type a message, it just doesn't hit the screen properly. The and cheap phones cheap really shit annoys is still me. There, Nick, if you want cheap shit, you can get it. Go back to BlackBerry. Uh, I watched a film about them. They did not do well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they did they're not fun. end well for BlackBerry. Huh. <laughs> um, yeah, who'd have thunk it? Uh, that's uh, there's not a whole lot to say about that other than do you guys think that this is an important leap forward or do you think this is sort of like a hey look what we could do kind of gimmicky thing that yeah, no one's I, actually going to play yeah, 20 nobody, hours of Assassin's Creed Mirage on a phone yeah nobody's going to well I don't know I, it, Assassin's Creed J like people are playing a lot of big name FPS games on their phones now like Call of Duty and all that so I don't know I guess yeah maybe maybe not you know, the more casual gamer is probably very excited about playing Call of Duty on the go if they if they can make it work on that platform like na- ma- mainly i'm worried about the control scheme like the mm-hmm. uh, touchscreen is not a great way to control well, that's video what they games. Have, that's what you have back for play now. ones they so, showed uh they showed what the touchscreen interface looks like for resident evil and it takes up like three quarters of <laughs> 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 it's insane yeah that that's just not the way people want to play games like that well you, right you think but genshin impact is massive on well, genshin, mobile Genshin Impact works because it's kind of a simpler control scheme. Oh yeah, uh, and and it's a gotcha thing. So they're they're kind of gambling, and yeah. it's it's cross whatever cross save. So like you can get like a fix if you're like grinding on the mobile, and then you can just go back to the real way you want to play it. Yeah, I, like I don't know. Like yes, like mobile devices are big, especially outside of the U.S. Uh, for video game and stuff. But like the AAA style of game, I don't think is what people want on the go. Like yeah. That's kind of why the Vita failed, is because they were trying to give you AAA on a handheld, whereas you want more bite-sized, smaller 
lighter experiences like Nintendo does on their, mm-hmm. you know, handhelds everywhere, which seems to work very well for them. I just want Zombieville 3. That's all I want. I don't even know what that Zombieville? is. Yeah, some, like Farmville with Spookies? You mm, should play that knock some, There you go. That's the only <laughs> Some game I played when I was in junior high. You just walked and shot zombies. Sounds great. It sounds like Resident Evil, honestly. I played Resi- I've played been playing a bunch of Resident Evil games. I'm just walking yeah, and Zombie zombies. Zombieville USA. They only made yeah. Zombieville U- USA and USA 2. Oh boy. That's There's some, a sequel that's, to the USA? That's some nostalgia. <laughs> Is for that you. a spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> uh, spoiler yeah, know. that's what a 2024 looks like. <laughs> oh no. Um that's the iPhone stuff. We know that's that's not the exciting stuff. Uh, more <laughs> exciting in announcement news is uh, tomorrow morning there's a Nintendo Direct, a 40 minute Nintendo Direct at uh, 9 a.m. Central. A couple hours later, 4 p.m. Central, there's a like a 25 minutes uh, Sony State of Play that's going to be focusing on indie games and third parties. Uh, both of these were expected because um, both Nintendo and Sony generally like to do showcases uh, the week before TGS, and TGS is next week, and this way, not not only can they show off some first-party stuff, but they can show off things they have partnerships with. So they, you know, people are expecting at some of these, like maybe the Sony one, we'll see Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and then that way at TGS Square can, you know, talk more about Final Fantasy, maybe give it a, give it a date and everything. Um, but yeah, we have no specific games locked in of what we're going to see. Um, I guess in terms of Nintendo, obviously the big elephant in the room, do you guys think they will mention in any way shape or form the next hardware the switch 2 or whatever it is called the super switch i don't i don't know i think i don't think so at this one i think they would do a dedicated a dedicated thing to it i think to get their holiday games out of the way and then and then whatever after this has got to be like the last nintendo direct before I want a supercut of the last three years of yeah. us. Well, yeah, okay, but fair, but, but uh, as of right now, I don't think they have anything in 2024 announced. Correct? They have two games. They have the, the Untitled Peach game, right. and they have the port of Luigi's Mansion on the 3DS. Okay. Coming to the Switch? <laughs> yeah. uh, in theory, <clears throat> the Peach game was never, specifically never getting, given a platform. Uh, exact platform. platform. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, I have a hard time thinking that they'll they'll like Nintendo tends not to like tease like like Xbox will do that. They'll at the end of a conference or something be like, and maybe you'll hear about our next console or whatever. Sony as well. But like Nintendo doesn't do that. They they will just be like, all right, here's our next console. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, maybe. I don't know. So, yeah, I guess tomorrow's 40 minutes. It, it's possible. I mean, I, I fully believe that they did show it at Gamescom behind closed doors. I mean, there's enough detail yeah, out what, there, so maybe it's time. Yeah, that's what the reports are saying. Um, yeah, they said, uh, we talked about it on, on your show this weekend, but that they showed um, probably not the exact what the Switch 2 is, but a PC running at those specs, and that it was running uh, Breath of the Wild at 4K60, and that it was running the Matrix... Awakens, yeah, Matrix Awakens, UE5 UE5. demo, um, which released only for PS5 and for the Xbox Series X a few years ago, and um, the thing about that was it was so it was running a thing that was comparable to to the, the new gen hardware, um, with the caveat that it is it is being powered supposedly by the Nvidia DSLR, I don't know DLSS, sure, yeah, all those things. I don't know what any of that shit means, but. 
it's exciting. It seems like I mean, it's been six and a half years. It, it feels feels like it might be time. It's time. Again, it's just a matter of specific time. Yeah, it's insane. How many times have we said this? <laughs> I want a supercut of every time we've talked about it and said like, oh, it's it's it feels like it's time. Well, this which is, is way at least go. this is the first time like we've had specific evidence they've shown it behind closed doors from multiple sources. Cool works at Nintendo. Says differently. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I don't know like. Next year. Next year, I think we'll hear about it. <laughs> I mean, Next year is definitely the year. Um, yeah, and like Switch, I can see this being a full 40 minutes on just Switch games that are coming out this fall. So you got your your Mario Wonder, your Mario RPG, stuff like that. And also a bunch of third-party stuff. Like they always show a shit ton of Square stuff, and I'm sure Square wants to show a bunch of – Square and Atlas want to show a bunch of shit because they're probably going to show stuff next week at TGS. Sega too. So like get your sort of announcements out of the way here, then they can go – deep dive with them uh mm-hmm. on uh on the show floor and, and square uh, so. square better get a release date out for rebirth with their, their stock news yeah the the store the store pages like are up on amazon as of like last week so yeah i think we're getting yeah. a date tomorrow yeah um yeah the company has lost a lot of money um <laughs> maybe should, maybe should, maybe should temper years. their expectations on their games yeah and they've just had a lot of misses in a row um Stuff like Marvel's Avengers, oh, Babylon's, Babylon's Fall, Fall is a hit. Sixteen. Um, mm. I was gonna say Babylon's Fall is a hit in my book, and I literally never touched that game, so I don't know if it was a hit. Uh, <laughs> Battle of Wonder World was a hit in my book, though, so that's fine. Um, I, I, yeah, I think well, uh, I think Babylon's Fall. I played. Yeah, I literally played two minutes of that game. The weapon UI was in my face, and I said no, and I put it away, and I never touched it again. So you're 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 particular when it comes to your weapon uh, UI. It, Nick, how's the weapon UI in Lies of P? Very good. I love I it. Did it. I did it. You ruined it. Now you you, did, you, you had to point it out. You we could have flowed we right were, into it, and then you so just stopped. Who don't know, I'm gonna <laughs> do a little peek behind the curtain in the biz. We call that a segue. We were talking about the Nintendo Direct. Nick started talking about how he didn't like the UI in the hit game Babylon's Fall. And then I uh, just sort of casually sauntered over to our next topic, our main topic, Liza P. So well done. You guys want to take notes? Yeah, thanks. Congrats. Should, uh, should we avoid him, Casey? For explaining. I mean, probably segue. I want to keep the flow of the show. <laughs> he already <laughs> ruined it. Really keep it for- <laughs> uh, but Casey, you, um, you've, you've, uh, your, your three Mars is going to be up uh, shortly for Liza P. You've completed yeah. Liza P. Yes, I did. Did you beat it last uh, night? Whew. Uh, yeah, I beat it last night. Um, mm-hmm. I was convinced that this game would be about 40 hours after I played 20 hours and realized there was like a whole second half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this game is actually 60 hours. Oh my God. Wise P is huge. And um, it, it, it took a while, but like I am like beaming with like just joy at like what that game is. It is so good, you guys. Like, if you if you like Bloodborne, Lies of P has like ripped almost everything from that playbook in like all the right ways, and also solved some of the issues that you might have had with Bloodborne. Like, there's no uh, like you don't have to get the blood vials as a as a grindy resource. Like, you have the regular FromSoft uh, Estus equivalent, right? Um, it it there's lots to go into but um i guess i'll start with like what it does that's 
that's a little too samey. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, like it's, it's very, very close to what Bloodborne is. Like, it has the regain system for, like, when you take... Well, not when you take damage, when you block damage, um, you get, like, kind of grayed out health that you can regain should you attack the enemy immediately after. So, like, it, like Bloodborne, it promotes, like, very aggressive play. Like, you want to stay in the enemy's face and, and get in there. But they add a parry system, which makes it even more um, viable for you to, like, stay with where the enemy is like learn their patterns and just keep on attacking and give yourself uh, chances to like, you know, stay aggressive, stay uh, in the fight, which I love. Like I, I've said it multiple times, like a good parry is like, uh, it can basically That's turn around. Like, it, really, it really mixes like game. elements of Bloodborne and Sekiro. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that, that parry feels as good as Sekiro. It's just that the game isn't as fast. Like it is, it is more Bloodborne speed, which is much faster than like a Souls game. Um, and you're you're not as mobile, but you do have like a really good, uh, you know, you can jump around, you can roll if you're not locked on. Uh, but later you get upgrades as well, like uh, aside from just your gearing and stuff, which they don't. <laughs> Liza P does not burden you with like a ton of like armor and gear and stuff and stats. Uh, instead, you get kind of uh, interchangeable pieces of what they call parts. And those parts have different like defensive stats that you can equip and they have weights and whatnot. So you still have to manage it that way. But everything is bespoke for your character so everything just works you don't have to put in uh you don't have to spec towards any particular style just as soon as you collect something you can make use of it and that's that thing is either better or worse depending on where you have placed your stats because i guess maybe you do want to be a, a strength build maybe you want to be uh, a dex build like i was and focus more on like the very quick weapons that allow you to jump around more or you want to be a heavy hitter, so you'll move slower because it weighs more, but like you hit like a truck because you're specced in power. And like those particular weapons will will help you with that. Yeah, I really like how uh, they um you know, like in a lot of the from software games, you know, if you get a weapon you get a weapon, but it's not for your build, you really can't use yeah, it. You, you can't use but it. But in this yeah, in this game, like there's only like three stats you have to worry about motivity, technique, and uh, advance. And then basically mm -hmm. you can get like these different cranks that you can add on to the handle of the weapon that basically spec it to your your style of play. So like I focus on right. motivity. So a weapon that I get that's high in technique, well I can just put a I can put a motivity crank on it and then it makes it more towards my play style. Right. And they they separate almost all the regular weapons between the handle and the blade. So like you have a sword, you can take the sword off of the, the handle and you treat them as two separate things. So what the handle does is like Nick said, it allows you to um, edit its uh, scaling stat. So like let's make it work for whatever your highest stat is, for example. Mm -hmm. But it also controls the animation swing. So you can have like this, like this real massive polearm and then stick like a, a real heavy like hammerhead on the on the end of it so you have like a now a really long reaching hammerhead that swings with the weight of whatever you took yeah. that pole arm from um, and it scales to the stat that you wanted to and that's just what you use because that's what you wanted to use like it's so liberating to be able to mix and match weapons and you can make some really ridiculous looking weapons like i i put a giant like um like a, a big wrench head on like a, a curved sword handle so like it's just this big fat uh wrench head on this little handle right next to me and so i'm like <laughs> swinging it all close to my body it looks ridiculous but it works it's effective does that 
does that fix the problem in a lot of souls games where like in elden ring i had sort of a like a battle mage build and i anytime i would come across like a giant hammer or a giant great sword i'd be like well this is cool i will never be able to use this yeah. like does it feel like everything you come across is something that you can use in some way shape or form mm-hmm. yeah as long as you yeah as, as you, like a, like that's kind of what we were saying you can find these cranks like there's there's balance cranks that basically reset the stats on it there's motivity cranks technique and advanced cranks and you can you can put they're limited so you can't just pit pull them off and use them on anything you want but you know if there's a weapon you want to use and it's got a, a smaller scale for motivity and you're built for motivity you can put the motivity crank on it do they have my play date in that game because i have not seen that thing in a while <laughs> <laughs> if you guys spot that in the game let me know where it is because i need to find my cranker um what is it about this game that um separates it feels like every few months we get a triple a we get a, a thymesia we get a mortal mortal shells we get a surge we get a even earlier this year had woe long games that are clearly inspired mm-hmm. by the the souls like genre um and it sounds like uh, what you guys are saying and what a lot of other people are saying is like this feels like the one that feels like it's risen above the the rest to sort of become its own thing what is it about it that uh, i think it's really the uh, stick out? it's the map design like it, it does the Dark Souls and the Bloodborne like looping around and and connecting into itself really well, where you don't even notice it. You know, you just get to a new area, then you're like, oh, okay, well, here's the, you know, I go off the beaten beaten path a little bit, found my checkpoint door, and keep moving forward. Uh, and then the combat, the combat just feels really good. Like I think it's kind of funny because I'm streaming Dark Souls two right now. Like the combat and Lies of Peeve. <laughs> like hits hard and feels really good and you now say the reason you are moving slowly through dark souls 2 is because you have lies of p on the brain yeah that's exactly what that's that's right <laughs> that's right yeah. uh not because that game is broken and weird <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah like like nick's right like the, the the level design is great um the combat is phenomenal but like think of any other accolade that you can attribute to a FromSoft game and lies of p kind of nails it like all like a lot of the other ones in the genre will like all right well we focused in on this thing and this thing feels really good but they kind of drop the ball elsewhere like maybe in the story maybe in the world building uh maybe in the inventory system like well long and neo before it right like lies of p either has better or just as good iterations of all of these things from other FromSoft games like i i it's 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 so well done. <laughs> I want to I want to break it down to a couple a couple of things I love about from games that I feel like a lot of those um, I don't want to say imitators, but um, mm-hmm. a lot of those other games don't quite hit. Uh, obviously, people love the lore in in Dark Souls games, in Souls games. They love the lore, they love the world building, they love the the, the opaque way of storytelling. What's the storytelling like in Lies of P? And does it does it match up to some of those that like? Could this be a game that Avati Vidya or someone could make like a big old breakdown on and be like, oh shit, that's what it's about? If you don't know, uh, the story is like very loosely based on the story of Pinocchio, right? Yeah. But like, man, do they take some liberties and I kind of love yeah. where they ended up with, with this plot. Like at, at first it does seem a little scattershot because there's actually so much going on at once. It's like, okay, I'm dealing with this issue. Like puppets have risen up and are killing all the people. But also there's a, a plague that happened in the city just before that. Like that seems unrelated. But also there are alchemists doing crazy experiments somewhere. Like that seems unrelated. It all ties together in mm-hmm. a really cool way. Um, it's it's far less abstract in the way it tells a story um, in other Souls games as well. So you do get 
more of a linear plot all the way through. Um, and while I won't say that, like, I won't say that it, it hits every single part of his storytelling. Like, there are some aspects that kind of don't make sense to me. Like, why was this happening while this was happening? And that, that might be because they decided to maybe explain a lot more of what was going on to you over the course of the game. Um, either way, it doesn't take away from how cool the concepts were and how how fascinating uh you know the character arcs for some of the people you meet are in that game like there's some there's some really sad stories yeah there are in this game and like there's like some really heady concepts that they want you to to contemplate as well and like all of that is just done phenomenally so and also if (laughs) i i don't know if it's because i i possibly may have gotten the good ending in this game because like yes you can another thing in the story is like uh the character doesn't actually have a name, but we'll call him Pinocchio. Like he's not actually named in the, in the story, but um, he can lie or he can basically choose to tell the truth or lie, right? And this mechanic in the game comes up randomly as you talk to certain characters or whatnot, and it will sort of skew your uh, uh, your affinity one way or another in a way that you can't really see. Like, but apparently certain characters may respond to you a certain way, or you might get certain options down the road or whatnot. I believe I got the good ending because every like things kind of worked out at the end but also there's an after credits teaser that you have to see <laughs> because it's like it i don't want to spoil anything but if you get if you get to this ending and see that teaser it's like i can't wait to see what happens next <laughs> I, can like, i have a, can i give you my my i have not played a second of this game outside of the demo <laughs> can i give you my theory like what i think yeah what, what is your theory uh, that you end up in a circus and you see an elephant and the sequel is called Liza D and it's about Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you, you have about 20% oh, of what's going oh. on here. <laughs> close, <laughs> like, I'm close. The, yeah, the, the you're, passing not, grade. you're not completely off the mark. <laughs> uh, incredible. Um, Nick, what do you, uh, obviously another thing Souls games are held up for are its bosses. Do you think the, the boss encounters, the the fights, the sort of spectacle of them. Do you think they live up to some of those uh, other games we were talking about? Yeah, I think uh, I think my yeah the the designs are all really fun. Like uh, I don't and I really don't want to spoil them for people because like sure, if sure. you played the demo, like you haven't seen anything this game has to offer you yet. Um, yeah, I think my my only kind of complaint about Liza P really is just there's there's some balancing needed, which I think can just be fixed through patches because like. Some of the mini bosses are oh, way harder than the are way home. harder than the oh, main bosses. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, and then like towards the end of the game, it, it's kinda it kinda has that traditional souls problem where they just throw everything at you as much as they can and it can get really frustrating really quickly. Remember this uh, boss from earlier? There's three of them you have to fight. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean they do reuse I, some bosses as, as mini bosses. I, I will say they, they do that thing where, okay, you get a, a mini boss. They have like a big health bar on the screen early on, but then later they're just kind of a regular enemy. And on then the they map. kick your ass. Yeah. And, they, and they, they still kick your ass. There's, there's that but, one, there's that, uh, the clown looking one where he's got the big red hat, like Santa hat. Buggy. Is and, the one with the like stretchy arms? Yeah. Fuck he's him. Bad. He's bad. Fuck he's him. pretty bad. <laughs> I, I had to run around him and get a closer checkpoint before I, yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> don't like those guys. Uh, yeah, speaking, he's of, bad. speaking of that, where where do you think this game's uh, get good difficulty sort of ranges in on the this, is, on the this game's hard Soulsborne spectrum? Yeah, as it's it is hard. now, this 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 is like right under Sekiro. 
Yeah. Like, because like they, it, it demands a lot from you. Like, not only do you need to, uh, I mean, you, you have options. That's the thing. Like you can dodge enemies. Um, you can parry them and you can block with certain weapons. Um, and depending on how you build yourself, like you can be pretty effective at just blocking and like attacking when you're free. Um, but like it, it is demanding. <laughs> and like, and the thing is like, there are so many bosses. Like, yes, there, there are many bosses like strewn out between the levels, but like the main bosses um, and their second phases, like they don't let up. Like you, you have to spend the time to like kind of learn what you're doing. And then you have to like go back and mess around with your weapons. And um, I personally didn't spend any time like going back to grind for levels, but I imagine like that's going to be the solution for a lot of people. Because well, like, the Souls game is tough. You kind of got to just like, yeah. constantly keep this train moving. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, I, had, I had to keep beating my head against a lot of like these really, really tough yeah. encounters or whatnot. But like there, but like there are ways around them because like, and that's, that's the thing that FromSoft games do so well is that yes, this boss seems impossible when you first get up to it and it's like killing you in one or two hits. But after you fought it for like an hour, now you see all the patterns, you see all the space and it's just about you executing. It's like, this is doable. The, uh, I'm making the mistake. The, I messed up just right They do, they do like, give it you. It always feels like that. They do give you a lot of help too. So like at every main boss, there is like a summoning pool that you can use mm -hmm. to spawn in like an AI teammate. Uh, and then there's like, uh, without spoiling it, there's a certain thing you get later on in the game that, like, basically, you can use a currency to get buffs for that that AI teammate. And uh, yeah, I think I think they're definitely going to come back and probably balance the game quite a bit because some of the bosses just take way too long to kill, even with the AI teammate. Because uh, like, is there I, multiplayer? No, there's no there's no, no multiplayer. Yeah, there's no. No okay. But yeah, I would and, say and that summoning thing is only for boss fights. Key, key boss fights. Not even, not yeah, even like, all, like, not like even all the boss, boss fights. fights yeah. yeah, just like the big story boss fights. Does it summon uh, characters you've met, or is it just like you know how like in Souls games they'll be like, oh, this is an NPC I've been talking to, and they're gonna fight like Horus' daughter? Yeah, there's like, there's some lore connected to it. Yeah. Is that it, one of my favorite things in the Pinocchio film is when he goes to that island and there's a bunch of kids who smoke cigars and become donkeys. <laughs> Can you confirm or deny anything like that? I love those kids because they drink beer, smoke cigars, and then they get their comeuppance. <laughs> See, that, that's the thing. Like, there's there's stuff that's in that vein, but like, it really is telling its own story. Sure, okay. So, like, there, there are a ton of characters who wear animal masks in the game, okay. and I think that like that group is representative of like those badass kids. Of those, yeah, yeah. But you meet a lot of them, and a lot of them are very shades of gray in how okay. you how you do like and like i like the individual stories are all kind of interesting and cool and like i don't like I, I i got really got sucked into everything that they had to do uh everything that they wanted to tell me in terms of like that story even even it's the stuff that um like it'll throw you for a loop like it, it really plays in that fantasy in like a really fun cool way yeah i'd, yeah, I'd put this in my top five games of the year who the fuck is Neowis? <laughs> I know they're a South Korean company. They're a publisher and a developer. Who are they? Who are, yeah. who are they? Yeah, I, are I've, they? Known, I've known that name, but like, yeah, what else have they been releasing? Because like, I can't find another game they've developed. They've published a handful of games that like we, I think, have done some 3MRs on and stuff. But like, they've all been small, like oh my very God. small games. Like they are not... Like, this did, is kind of an insane AAA seeming debut. 
Yeah, well, they, yeah, them as the developer, I guess. Yeah, yeah but they, they did publish game. Unsold, yeah. which I, yeah. I did a, a what's the name on uh, a hidden gems on, and I really liked that. That was kind of a top down Dark Soulsy, yeah, sort of thing. It's just we. It's just weird. Like rarely have I seen a developer where I'm like, I don't know anything you've done before, and you're coming out with a game seemingly of this crazy high caliber. And it's not like an indie. This is yeah. This is like full on. Like yeah, this, they've, this they've actually published a lot of really cool indies. Not yeah. out there. This just feels so much bigger and different though than um, than than everything else they've done. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah it's yeah. coming out. Oh god! I was gonna say, yeah, the studio that made this though, like their <laughs> their next thing, I'm real, I'm all in on whatever they do next. Yeah, and it's clear that you know, yeah, Microsoft saw something in them because they they snatched this game up a while ago and signed it to Game Pass. So this is coming to you know PS5 and and Xbox and PC, and it's, it's releasing on yeah, Game Pass. Like this is a do. major get for Xbox on their yeah. Game Pass. I like this, like this is what like Nick said. This is one of the best games released this year in a yeah. year that has some of the best games. Yeah, yeah, ever yeah. like um, it's it's insane how good this is. Do we've been talking about how uh, certain games have gotten left behind? It feels like good games, stuff like Remnant Two feels well, even though it sold a lot, but like feels like it got left behind in the conversation. Atlas Fallen, um, the EA magical shooter whose name I <laughs> Mortals of Avium. Yeah, Mortals of <laughs> Yeah, it, it feels hard for a new IP or a, or a first in a franchise to really make a dent in a season with with your Bethesdas and, and Nintendos and Armored Cores and everything. Um, do you think this will this will find an audience? Do you think this will be obviously it's a critical success. Do you think this will? Yeah, it's had well? it's had it's had, it's had hype. This? It's had hype every yeah. time they've shown a trailer. Yeah. Been at a lot of showcases. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's a souls like like that that still draws a crowd. I feel like like people want mm-hmm. still they're still craving more of that. And like the, the level of quality for this, like from word of mouth, I think people will bite at it. Yeah. And it's on Game Pass. Like that yeah, alone. Like you don't yeah. have to spend a full sixty dollars. Like until they until they hit the difficulty wall on this one, because <laughs> yeah. how quickly does that come? Is it like it's, uh, Yeah, it's pretty early. I, I mean I, 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 it's for it's people tough. who hit the difficulty wall, what are some pro tips? Uh just crap what just well it's it's oh, like again it, well it's, it's a, lot, a lot like dark souls it's like just explore and pick up all the items to upgrade your weapons and stuff like that and like spend your time actually learning the parry mechanic like it's going to be your biggest help it's just getting the and the parry mechanic is yeah. really just timing thing it's not you know it's, it's it's not as obtuse i think as like dark souls or whatever and you know when you try to parry the shield and i feel like i miss every time and they they give you they give you that too like you have like a an immediate parry like Sekiro, but they give you the Dark Souls as parry, and mm-hmm. it's um, if you're able to hit that because it has a longer window, you get like a big flashy counterattack attached to it. So like it's the best of both worlds. Like, all right, I want to play this like Sekiro and just be in everything's face, or I can take my time and get a bigger payoff for this more heavy counter. Uh, it also has like the thing that freaking um, what was the anime Souls like? Uh, code, code vein code vein yeah code vein had like kind of just special moves attached to certain weapons right they throw that in this as well but like you so you can like it just gives you all it takes and picks just kind of the best aspects of like all these other things that from soft inspired and they just make them all work like it's just it's very well done uh, oh and my biggest tip too is uh <laughs> hold on to your boss souls <laughs> you can say hold on to your butts. <laughs> well, that too. I mean, some of those bosses uh, will definitely make you hold on to your butt. But uh, hold on to your bosses. So don't like. I'm assuming like Dark Souls, you could pop them for XP or yeah, you get special weapons well, yeah. with yeah. them. Okay, yep. 
you recommend people hold on to them and do something with them. Yes. Yeah. If you, if anyone's played a soul game, I think the because the, the thing even tells you that it's like, oh, a treasure hunter may want this. So like, it, it's pretty clear like what the deal is. I don't think anyone's going to make that I mistake. Think honestly, it should be legally obligated for a game. If you get something, it should say in the menu. Just sell it. It's only it's just worth money. Just sell it. Yeah, a lot like, of games started doing games that do. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like RPGs, Put if I find junk. a jewel, I'm like, just tell me it's just worth money and that <laughs> there's nothing I want to do with it. Like, just give me the give me the peace of mind so I'm not hoarding everything. <laughs> uh is this a spoiler? Is Monstro the whale in it? He's kind, a, he's a kind of, oh yeah. Kind of. Well, actually, yeah, yeah okay, can't spoil it though. <laughs> yeah, but he better. It's, it's he funny better. how it's funny how they do it. <laughs> he's an he's an iconic uh that kind of reminded me when they went to the Barate or whatever it was called, the, the restaurant in One Piece. Barati? Barati? Baratier. Yeah. Baratier. I think, uh, I think one of the only other criticisms I have is uh, the environments are really, really cool. It just does not, the game does not have a big variety in color. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of the screenshots like, have looked very similar. Yeah, everything yeah. is real grim and the, the rainy, the weather is real uh, crappy too. Um, but it does have, I don't say it has dynamic weather, but over the course of the game, like it'll change. Like you'll get rainstorms, you'll get like midday, you'll get like, uh, like, so that's pretty cool to see that, uh, in the environments, the game looks great, but yeah, like yeah. the color palette is a bit muted, but like, it's, it's a dreary yeah. situation, I guess. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I will say board. like, it's, yeah, probably, it's still beautiful. Yeah. It's still a really good looking game. It's just, yeah, not, not. Like like Elden Ring like moments. It's a lot more. It's a lot more. It's a lot more focused on like architectural design over like you know vistas or anything like that. Yeah, you don't have like a like a big view of much. Mm -hmm. Um, my biggest critique though is kind of just this over reliance on some of those tropes that FromSoft have built up over the years. Like oh, there's a boulder coming down this hill. You'll you'll probably have to deal with that sort of thing a couple of times. But they will they will drop you they will they will drop a bridge from underneath you so many times <laughs> like it happens so often that like okay i'm just jumping over yep. pretty much every walkway i get to because like there's, there's like a 50 no percent chance <laughs> they even did this thing where like an enemy walked across the bridge towards me yep, for me to kill the hole. and then i walked through it's like uh, oh bridge for me but not <laughs> lose some weight maybe there's a weight mechanic <laughs> buckle in this architecture like they they, um, they use it too much uh, this is a, a pretty good window for the game to come out into because um, obviously Starfield was a week ago. It seems like it was a year ago. I'm going to be honest. It does not seem like Starfield <laughs> yeah, came out seven days like ago. ago. Um, but, uh, you know, we have uh, in a week we have uh, Mortal Kombat 1 and then uh, a week after that we have uh, Cyberpunk. And then a, I think a week after that we have uh, Assassin's Creed. But, like, it feels like this is, like, it has some time to breathe. Um, it feels very different than Mortal Kombat, like a very different audience, uh, even though it sounds like the Mortal Kombat story is really cool. Some of the, the reviews just dropped. People were like, we got it two days ago. Here's a review. And I'm like, you've played too much Mortal Kombat. What is going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, I, I hope this game is a big hit because, again, um, I, I, it would be cool to competition's always good. It'd be cool to, for, for someone to have a Souls like that, like really brushes up against the quality of FromSoft. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just it's cool for a new IP and for like a, a relatively new developer and publisher on the scene. Not new in terms of uh, their age, but new in terms of like being in the public conscience. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think Neil is, has a lot of bangers under their belt. Like I, I want yeah. this to do good so that like, they can kind of yeah. keep doing what they're doing because like they're they're slowly just making gems. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, uh, 
And that, you know, some people are bringing up uh, other games they published earlier, but yeah, no microtransactions, no nothing in this game. No currencies of Michael any kind, just straight up single player souls like. Holy smokes. Man, I, uh, uh, my expectations for Lords of the Fallen are even higher now because I'm like, man, I just got a real good Souls. Like, now I want be a, hard to, now I want a really good one. <laughs> talking about how, like, ooh, Baldur's Gate might have, like, set the set the bar really high for Starfield. This feels like Liza P might have set the bar real high for Lords of the Fallen. Yeah. Um, even that's still this year, right? Yeah. It's, it's October, like, next month. Next month? Yeah, it's yeah, one month geez. away now. And yeah. That's one of my um, most anticipated of the year. Literally a month from today. Yeah. Ugh, I need it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, a lot of a lot of games coming. Uh, before I move on a little bit, uh, Fat Cock, always good to see you. Five dollar dono, uh, Nick. So I've been having fun with uh, Starfield, despite Nick's slander, calling it Skyrim in space. Nick did not slander. Nick said, Star- "I like Nick, it." Defender. Nick really likes Starfield. I keep getting yelled at as a show for defending it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I keep getting. They keep asking how much they paid us. Several. And I, I told I told some guy yesterday. Well, some guy yesterday was like saying like Mike's. Uh, preview of Assassin's Creed was paid off. I was like, yeah, man, we're cashing that check today, closing the Patreon, closing Escapist, and walking out of here. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Casey, did you hear Assassin's Creed's good? Uh, that's what fe- people are saying. That that excites me, because I, I want to play that game. So do I. Maybe you can get a code. I, I, I might get a code. <laughs> <laughs> they, they give me codes for a lot of their big new releases prior, but this, I, I haven't I feel like they I should haven't realize been at work. they're like, oh, this guy's got it like, uh, this guy's got pods and streams. If we give him codes, <laughs> he can sing the praises of our games. Oh yeah, no conflict that's of interest there. That's how we get yelled at by YouTube comments. I mean, it better be actually good though, because I will just tell the truth. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. Or you'll just not talk about a game. <laughs> Look, all, all I want out of KC is my Master Chief oh, skin for Rainbow Six Siege. Denied. <laughs> is he out yet? Is that even real yet, or was that? Was uh, that real or leaked? It okay. was leaked. I, you know what? I'm you not sure if anyway. it's been confirmed or not yet. <laughs> to be honest, sounds like it's real. Yeah. Uh, first round Tuesday. <laughs> been a member for 11 months. Uh, thank you so much, Tuesday. Just tuning in. Have we already made a lies of poo joke? You can't because it's not Maybe a that's poo what, game. That's the sequel. Oh, lies of poo would be if it was bad. Yeah, yeah. Can't. yeah. It's lies of goo. Ugh. Lies of perfection? No, that's still bad. Lies of goo. Lies of Goo? Well, yeah, goo? lies of good. I don't know. Oh, good. Oh, I thought you just said lies of goo. And now I'm gonna like, say lies of gouda. Lies of gouda. Well, man, that's a that's a top ten cheese right there. Gouda. <laughs> uh, and then Timbo. Timbo, welcome. Thirty three months in credit. Sorry if I missed before, but were we holding our breath for anything on the nine fourteen direct switch two? And KC, that Wind Waker great wave behind you is sick. That is. Oh, you guys can see that? Oh, yeah. You guys oh, yeah. can actually see that in the yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, you're zoomed out. Uh, yeah, that is great. Uh, Timbo, we did we we did chat about um, tomorrow's Direct. I think we collectively, you guys don't think anything about a Switch 2. I do think. I'm on Team Switch 2. We're going to hear from it tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think we'll get it. No, I don't think we're going to get a big so a big reveal, but I think they're going to say we we are it is it is it is like Homeworld three and now in development. And it is Homeworld three now in development <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, because I I think it's March. Mm. That's why I think it's March. Um, yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm excited for both that and the PlayStation Showcase. Um, a lot of good games. A lot of good games on the horizon. A lot of good games here right now. Speaking of horizon. Speaking of, Speaking of Ubisoft, Nick, <laughs> what have you been playing lately? I uh, have been playing the Crew Motorfest 
surprisingly. Bet you didn't expect really? that one, Casey. I, I we hit not. you with a pincer attack. I did not. That, uh, that's a code I should be getting at some point. That is a game that I did not have on my radar because I really didn't get into the crew one or two. Uh, but I am having a great time with the crew motor fist. Like, it, it, like, let's get it out of the way. It is a carbon copy of Forza Horizon. It rips everything from Forza Horizon. And Feel you know what? You, yeah, basically, you know what? I don't care because it's good. <laughs> you, if you want to make your own Forza Horizon, fine. It doesn't feel like Forza Horizon at home. It just feels like another entry in Forza <laughs> Horizon, and I am fine with it. Is it? Because uh, the, the first crew, its whole thing was like it is set Switch across the entirety of America. This one's all set in Hawaii. Great. Uh, so I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not the most original environment, but I mean, it's still really pretty. It really reminds me of like Mexico from Forza Horizon Four, because like they had the volcano and everything in there that they were mm-hmm. highlighting. So you know, Hawaii's got all that stuff. But yeah, they. I mean, the game. The game is really pretty. Uh, I I didn't realize I didn't have my HDR calibrated, and then when I calibrated it for the game, I was like, oh man, it looks even better now. Um, and the the events are just fun. Like it's a it's a good feeling, fun racing game. So uh, another good game. Yeah, really. Like another surprise good game that I think a lot of people are probably going to sleep on. Unfortunately, but I don't know. Like everybody's like you know yelling about it being a carbon hot copy of Forza Horizon, but PlayStation doesn't have an open world racing game like that. So uh, if you have a PlayStation and want like a really good that's a good point racing yeah, game, like don't sleep on it because it's 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 fun. Um, and I haven't even like gotten into like you know, switching to planes or boats yet. Cause that's still in the game. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like Ubisoft's been pretty good about their sports games lately. Cause like, uh, uh, steep was fun when I played some of that. And then riders Republic like at all <laughs> Rider, riders <laughs> Republic was pretty good. Um, I still have to try that. I want to, yeah, it's, it's, game. it's like fun. And they've, game. and they've continued updating <laughs> it. Oh my God. Yeah. Rollerball is kind of a better idea than it was like an implementation. <laughs> um, is it like uh, is it very like Forza Horizon? Is it like open world arcadey? Is it like a, a totally fuck around and not have anything in mind? Uh, Burnout Paradise is being mentioned by Stephen Brown. Um, is it like that? Like it's definitely on the arcadey th- side of things, right? Not like the yeah. Forza Motorsports, yeah, yeah. sweaty. GT7. No, no. It's I mean it's on an arcade. You know everybody's got turbo boosts and stuff like that. There's some like really crazy zany tracks, uh, and like it's it like I said, it literally pulls everything from Forza Horizon, like go drive around the world and smash through walls and find like hidden treasure items and stuff like that. Or, you know, just getting drag race events or, or anything. Like, it really is. <laughs> it's Forza Horizon for PlayStation. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's one of the many, just, it's, a nice surprise. it's also one of the many games that has that early access thing that, um, mm-hmm. has just become more and more norm. Like if you have the deluxe version of a game, you can play it five days early. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, which I think does Liza P also have. No, Okay, no. Um, but like Starfield had that, Mortal Kombat has that. Um, if you have the fancy editions, you get to play early, which um, I don't know. Does that bother is you that, guys at all? Is that John Riccatello's idea? <laughs> well, if it was, Probably. it's everyone's idea now. <laughs> all right uh, the, true, the true Mandalorian <laughs> asked a good question. Do you have to calibrate HDR per game? I just got an HDR capable TV, so I'm learning. Most games will have you set it up right at the start, and I think the crew Motorfests. Uh, did and I think I just kind of missed it and set it up as SDR. Uh, but the, yeah, usually you just go into setting and change the HDR settings and you're good to go. So, there you go. but yeah, you know, Casey, did you buy a new monitor yet? 
uh, a new monitor? Yeah, did you get your did you get no, your ultra you wide like, 140 inch yeah, monitor? Yeah, we talked about it a while ago. Yeah, that thing is like three thousand dollars. No, I didn't get it yet. Oh, I, <laughs> what I you, thought what it was you like doing? a limited purchase. Are you going to Black Friday? I don't know. I, I, I'll I'll keep an eye out for it. I need it. <laughs> I need things to line up. I need it to have like a deep sale, and I need to come into a lot of money all at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little call, so when, yeah, when that lines up, yes, you'll see a massive freaking monitor in this room with me. My uh, yeah, perfect. yeah, my forty ninety is now begging for a four K monitor, but I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't. Don't let me do it. Don't let me spend the money. <laughs> you can do it. That's fine. No, do you? <laughs> oh, never mind. You can't do <laughs> it. Oh, You're asking the wrong person to tell you not to. Yeah, that. yeah, Mister. I buy, I buy video game dogs. <laughs> I bought one video game dog and it was great. And it was like the fucking. You haven't even, you haven't even gone back to take care of him. He's probably dead now. That game anymore. <laughs> I want to go back in that game and play the play the Monkey Island stuff. Do no, it. You, you can drive a sloop right? by yourself. Soup Chomby. Uh, that sounds really sad. I can see if he's alone. very sad. Uh, although, Casey, did you play that One Piece game from earlier this year? As the, the world's uh, the number RPG one? one? No. Yeah. I'm not. The Dragon Quest like. Yeah, I'm. I do uh, not. I have no interest in like anime RPGs, honestly. Oh, I'm twenty <laughs> like anime based I'm, RPGs. I'm twenty episodes into One Piece, colon the anime, and let me tell you, I'm itching for a game. I'm already looking up one of the best One Piece games. I'm going. I'm getting. I got one pilled. <laughs> I reviewed um the the Muso one, Pirate Warriors Four. That actually wasn't bad. Like it, it's a nice little uh kind of supercut of um a good portion of the arcs up into up until the Marine Ford arc. Okay. Which is like I'm a big there, deal. Yeah. I'm, I'm only twenty episodes. <laughs> yeah, you're. <laughs> I, I would actually. I would caution not playing anything like that. For so a lot that of spoilers. Will, yeah, spoil you for a bunch of stuff because it, mm-hmm. it it just jumps through that like a ton a, of the story in a way that you probably won't want for the anime. Isn't that show yeah. like seven hundred episodes? It is eleven. It's over a thousand. Fuck. Yeah, it's over a thousand. I'm already twenty. Uh, well, I think more, in my mind, I keep saying it's a thousand episodes, and every ten episodes, I'm another percent into it. So in my mind, I'm two percent <laughs> into it, which is. <laughs> I'm cruising. You can you can get through those episodes really fast. Like if you have your hand on the the cursor or whatever, just, just however you watch the it, intro, just skip, skip the, the intros, on, skip, skip the outro. Yeah. I like the theme song though. You could do the frost thing and be absolutely insane to watch that. Too, too <laughs> I don't know how that man did that. <laughs> he said he read the subtitles too. Like oh no, yeah. I, I don't understand. How what he, did that. he had a really high voice before that, and his voice. <laughs> No one knows how. Doctors he just it out. he just stayed up so long that his groggy voice became his real voice. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, Nick, did you watch? Did you watch One Piece? Do you have any desire to watch Netflix no. One Piece? Uh, I mean, I you know, I'll probably check it out at some point. I've been watching Attack on Titan. Really? Yeah. Wait, did you tell us this before? I think I I think I said I was thinking about starting it uh, last podcast. It's really good. It's a really good. I was very shocked by the first episode about how he just Mm. rips his mom out of the building, crunches her back, and eats her. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sleep now. I'm gonna have bad dreams. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that shit's creepy. Fantastic, like first couple episodes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm at like I'm on like episode four right now, so I'm Hmm. about to get to like the first fight. I think. Yeah, but it's, is your plan it's to try to catch up by the time the finale airs in November? Or is that yeah, I've been watching it like every night before I go to bed. I like animes. Anime nighttime anime is good. Yeah, that sounded like, like weird and pervy, but I just mean like <laughs> I like doing a couple episodes of One Piece before I just, go to bed. Just get th- yeah, spend an hour yeah. and get three episodes done. Get my cartoons in. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's I, good. I like I've it. Watching that and then Invasion. I fin- I just finished season one of Invasion. 
Uh, that show is, um, yeah, that's something. That show is interesting. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's kind of funny because a lot of the IMDb reviews are like, it gets good after episode six. Mm-hmm. I thought it got really bad after episode six. I liked everything leading up to that. Because <laughs> like the writing in that show kind of goes, gets real dumb real later on. Like where these characters have met and have known each other for like 20 minutes. And then they're like, Oh God, I'm so sad you died. I was like, what? Like I just met you and whatever. But it sounds like season two, like basically resets the show and becomes more about the actual invasion and action. It's I don't know. It's just a really weird show. Like it's it's got like this atmosphere about with tension the entire time you're watching it. It's really like really muted and very slow show, and it just doesn't feel like anything else I've ever watched on TV. It's kind of it's it's just weird, but I liked it. There you go. You saw the first season, you said? Yeah, yeah. The second season's airing right now, so I'm going to start catching up on Mm -hmm. that. Uh, The finale of Foundation Season 2 is this week, and last week was incredible. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, yeah, last week's episode was probably one of the best sci-fi things I've seen on TV in a long time. It was really fucking good. Yeah, Casey, you were waiting for the entire season to be done, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. I, I can... I can definitely start that show soon. You can start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The show, the show does a much better job of like condensing the story of the season and like making it easier to follow. Cause you're not jumping, you know, different time scales, everything, everything's in the present now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I really, yeah, really, really got hooked on it this season. Like I've been watching it like the second it comes out kind of thing. Nice. And then, uh, yeah. Friday. Apple does shows Friday. Yeah. I think it's Friday. And then, uh, yeah, Soka last night was also <laughs> really good. I feel really bad for anybody that hasn't watched Rebels or Clone Wars because they probably had no clue about <laughs> anything that was going on. Uh, yeah. But as somebody that has watched that, like that was a really touching, strong episode. I'm not sure. I feel like that episode and the episode before should have been one episode if they're going to play it in a theater. But uh, that's just me because I was like, man, if I paid money yeah, to go see this in a theater, I wouldn't have been episode, too. Uh, in, in the theater, which is interesting. I always felt more shows should do that. I always felt like if Game of Thrones would have done season finales or season premieres in theaters, thought a lot of people would have. Um, a lot of a lot of people would have went to that. Yeah. So, yeah. Darren's uh, Darren's Darren's been pretty harsh on the show with about the map stuff, and I I totally get it, and I think like the map stuff could have been sorted out in like the first two episodes, but I feel like they're had like. Especially after last night, like going, back, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna appreciate it more on another rewatch because the character building for Ahsoka is really all there, and especially in like last night's episode, getting into like, I think the thing that's really resonated with people that have watched Ahsoka through Rebels and Clone Wars is like, oh man, she was like really a child soldier, and like the Jedi were okay with this, and that really drove that point home last night, mm-hmm. and then you're like. Oh, Jennifer maybe, fucked up. Yeah, maybe she's like super steal, fucking steal kids, yeah, take maybe them off she, your planet, and be like, we're we're gonna indoctrinate. You. Yeah, maybe she's yeah, like, uh, like, why is there a process <laughs> to separate you from your parents? Like, they can't come come to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disc, like remove all your attachments to everybody you care about, and you know, it's shocking me that Anakin was the first one to just go fucking nuts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, feel like every twenty years they should have been like, we gotta rethink this. This is just going wild. Yeah, but. uh yeah, no, I, I'm I'm really loving the Ahsoka show. Like, I think it's my favorite. It's definitely my favorite Star Wars thing since Rebels. Uh, 
which is it's just more rebels so but damn just give give feloni the the reins to all star wars stuff please like he knows how to make everything mystical and weird and fun again <laughs> why do you, why do you say no don't get why doesn't like it don't give him all the star wars stuff give him let him let him have that corner of star wars fine and then well i mean i still want to andor, stuff andor and give star wars to people who fucking don't want to do star wars yeah <laughs> <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> they'll make something really cool yeah um yeah i i'm 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 enjoying it as well i have the exact same reservations of like if i try to remove myself from someone who's watched all this shit i feel like this is incomprehensible gobbledygook mm-hmm. as someone who has watched all the shit pretty effective and as someone who's like easily easily swayed by nostalgia uh it's working on me so yeah i'm not i'm not easily i mean yeah I, I think i'm probably the harshest on nostalgia here and like i didn't feel like i was being baited by nostalgia in last night's episode it felt like a conclusion to an arc that was started back in rebels in like a, a good way and not like a indulgent way because like if it, it would have been indulgent if like they really costume costumed him up, up as Vader and like tried to show his power and everything. Huh? Boilers. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know who was costumed up <laughs> as Vader. Think about it. Could have been Yoda. Little Yoda Vader. Yeah. So you adjust your dog up. Baby Grogu chose the dark side and fucked everybody up in the end. How small do you think baby Grogu was? Because this is a 50-year-old Grogu. Do you think baby Grogu was less, like the same just a little sperm. smoother? He was all sperm. He's just a sp- yeah, sperm with a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know what to say. To that I feel like sperm with a lightsaber would have been a podcast quote for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll just change the, that we'll Just change the title uh, of this episode. Of that. You gotta write that down. Uh, well, then people will get mad at me, like it took you thirty-five minutes to talk about Pinocchio. Um, oh my god, this is hilarious! I just looked over at Discord, sort of interrupt, but I I told Yahtzee about Word Factory while we were on post CP, and I just looked over mm-hmm. and he's playing it already. With Word Factory, <laughs> I'll send it to you too. I'll, I'll look at Discord and see you playing it in half an hour. If it's a PC it game, I'm absolutely not going to be playing it in half an hour. Just tell just tell us what it is. Word it's Factory is a word building game, game like where game? you where your only resource is the letter I. Build a chain of factories to bend, rotate, reflect, and merge I into more complex letters. Discover secret letter recipes, unlock hidden word art, and optimize your factory chains for high scores. You, uh, I showed it. We showed it off in the indie showcase. Way back. Showed off a lot of games. Like I've, I showed like, off a lot. I of remember games. things in my life. You'll remember this when you look at it. I absolutely will not. You remember. will. <laughs> Although I was shocked. I don't remember this at all. Um, <laughs> they spelled factory wrong. No, if it's all about the letter I, they actually spelled it correctly. That's really clever. Well <laughs> I'm surprised by how much I remembered. So uh, I haven't been playing any um, new games. I've been playing 1999 <laughs> Silent Hill. Um, and uh, I, I, my goal last year. The last best years in gaming and he's back in 1990s. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's the end of the 90s. Uh, my goal last year in October was to stream all four of the first four Silent Hill games. Uh, I played the first one a little bit. And then I got the novel coronavirus. And then in a haze, I deleted my save. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this isn't meant to be. Uh, so I wanted to like that. This was, it's been, I've been training a whole year to be able to not get coronavirus in mm. October. And then seeing all these news stories about it coming back gets me worried. Oh, it's <laughs> coming like, for you. It's coming for me. It, it, it knows. Remembers. It knows that I want to play these Silent Hill games. 
Uh, anyways, I restarted it last night. First off, I'm very impressed by how much I remembered from a year ago. I know this isn't something that like should be like commended because it was but literally less than it. a year ago. It was like 11 months ago, but I'm like shocked. Like I was cruising through that. Like I, I fucking, I, I got these puzzles. I was hitting babies. I was like kicking little monsters. I killed a big crocodile. It was great. Um, Silent Hill 1, an absolute delight. What, what a great game. Nice. I feel like all these old games I play, I'm just like, Symphony of the Night, what a game. Resident Evil <laughs> Remake, man, don't make them like this anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know, Nick. I should probably be playing new games. You're right. Like, <laughs> I should. But counterpoint, I, I like these old games. Yeah, yeah. Why not? What am I going to do? Playing fucking Baldur's Gate 3? Fucking, what's Carlac up to? I don't give a shit what Carlac's up to. You don't even know her. I've had added so many articles about Carlac. I did not know the gender of Carlac. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I've not met Carlac yet either. Yeah, Baldur's yeah. Gate 3, I forgot that that's a game I own and haven't gone back to it in a while. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, in between everything else I'm doing, trying to finish up Sea of Stars. And I, I just I just got to the, the Dweller of whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, there's several you've the first the first time the first time you fight the dweller <laughs> dweller of suffering the dweller of, dweller of strife strife yeah the first time you fight yeah. him so i feel like i only just hit the halfway point yeah is that even Ash the halfway Ash point Dang. Ash is that the halfway point or not uh you're you're about the halfway point okay because yeah. everybody keeps lying to me about dark souls 2 and saying i'm close to being done and there's just more and more and more <laughs> I feel like you're the one who keeps lying it's, and saying like I have two more streams left. Everyone's like, you know, you don't. I, you have like seven. It, uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm not going to take the blame for it. <laughs> Are you like? That, that also do, sounds right. Do you have any positive or negative takeaways from Dark Souls Two in this replay? Is there any like new? Well, I've never played it before. Um, oh, this is a preplay. I I tried to tweet earlier <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> that the game actively hates me because I like to run through areas to unlock the checkpoints and get the items. And the level design is built on this so that every time I try to do that, something just wipes me off the map and I get really pissed. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's <laughs> like, always so dark. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I, yeah, I did install that graphics mod that makes everything, the lighting much more realistic and it's completely fucking me up and I wow. still like it. And it leads to good streaming moments. <laughs> <laughs> That's the important thing. The important thing is that it leads to good moments. <laughs> but yes, like I just got through the big fire dungeon place. I got thrown into the lava more times than I can count. I, I've been thrown off maps that entire game. That's the only... And, here, and here's the thing. Frost is sitting there counting my deaths as I'm dying. <laughs> which is funny for a minute. And then like he's like, oh, you died again. I'm like, shut up, Frost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna strangle you. Counterpoint, I think it's funny every day. It quietly drives me nuts. <laughs> I'm sure there's a plugin you could like run through like Discord and OBS to where like a mute pops up every time you die. Uh, no, a, a pop up <laughs> that like adds a number every time you die. <laughs> yeah. It could be easy. Um Nick, have you been you haven't been watching playing anything else? I mean that's a lot. What? Yeah, I've been watching yeah. myself create spreadsheets. That's really um, fun. That'd be weird if you were like, if in the corner of your monitor you had a camera behind you, and you were just like kind of like looking at that, being like, like yeah, hey, look at that. He's working look pretty that hard today. Yeah. Don't you say it. <laughs> I was gonna say it hard. Don't. <laughs> you were. I was just. Supposed to, I didn't know if that was what I was supposed to say. <laughs> you can't say working hard without getting to hardly working. Um. 
She was the law. Absolutely the law. Uh, Casey, have you been playing, playing, watch anything else? Uh, yeah, not, not really. I've not been <laughs> able to play much of anything else. I just, vi- I just barely scraped together uh, some, some TV show watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I caught a couple more episodes of uh, My Friend Superman. I think that's what that show is called, right? The the anime Superman show. Yeah. Um, it's it's still cute and delightful. Uh, I I've gone back to where I left off on One Piece, the anime. Um, like sparked by the live action show. Yeah, like I also I also finished up uh, Mob Psycho uh, 100 uh, season three, and I, I oh, think that show's that. done. Yeah, I did finish yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's done now, right? Like there's no more so. mob coming unless they make like you know create more. I believe that's yeah, because like, the story it, is done. Yeah, because it doesn't really have. I mean, it sort of kind of has like a conclusion, but like it's it. Yeah. It feels very lukewarm. Like that show should have ended with season two. I think I, it really wasn't like I liked that there was more of it because it's it's a great show. Yeah, but that third season just didn't really seem justified. No, I liked how it ended. Um, it definitely yeah. sagged in the middle though. Like there was, which it's weird because I'm like you're only three. It's, you're not that many episodes of a show, <laughs> but it feels like it sagged right. in the middle. Three, and also, three. what happened to One Punch Man? Is that ever coming back? <laughs> Did that not like end? No, like it, it, it had like a pretty big cliffhanger in its second season, which I think the second season had a new animation studio that handled it as well. Mm-hmm. And just no news, as far as I know, about whether a third one is coming. But then Mob Psycho got a whole three seasons and is concluded. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, One Piece. Uh, I watched the episode I left off on and I forgot how good the art looks in the Wano arc, which is where I'm at now. Like One Piece is a kind of ugly show. You get used to it, <laughs> but the Wano arc changes the art style. Like it becomes kind of this Japanese watercolor because that that island is very like Japanese based in terms of like its aesthetic and like culture or whatever. Yeah. And like it gets real good looking and I'd forgotten that. And so coming back and looking at how awesomely animated that show is now is like, yes, I'm I'm glad I've come back to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it? So when I'm watching it on Netflix, it's widescreen. That show was four by three. Like when it, it came must out, have right? been. Yeah. Am I getting a big stretch on? I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not rewatched that show uh, in a very long time. Not I think about the X Files I watch on TV is also full screen. Oh no! What are we doing? <laughs> Am I watching two shows right now? Stretchy mode. Maybe, maybe AI just fixed it. I'm not gonna tell. Like, it just fills in the. <laughs> AI took everyone's jobs. I'm not gonna tell there. Darren would be very disappointed in me. But yeah, we tried to get Darren. Uh, uh, we're trying to get Darren a screening to um, the the um, what's the dog cop? Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. <laughs> I want him to dog get a cop. <laughs> Paw Patrol. There's a Paw Patrol movie coming out at the end of the month. Yeah, isn't Same like Kim Kardashian in it or something? Yeah, we're trying to get Darren. Uh, the, it sounds like he's not going to be able to get into the Irish screening of Paw Patrol. <laughs> Do, <laughs> Do you think it's weird if you see Paw Patrol without a dog? Without a dog, you mean like yeah, bring like a, a dog? Go to see like a Disney movie like by yourself, and they think you like a pervert. I don't think dog owners watch Paw Patrol. I think it's like young children havers. No, I don't watch that propaganda. Young children that. havers. You know, <laughs> parents. Oh, come here, that children haver. Um, yeah, so that's it. I don't. I don't know a lot about Paw Patrol, but that's about it. Um, Paw Patrol's ass. That's what I know about it. Fuck! Shots fired. It's no bluey. Roasted. Yeah. yeah, I've not seen Bluey. I want to. I Bluey's great. Oh my god, it's the fifth best thing to ever come out of Australia. 
I wanted to leave some room for like Amy and her family. <laughs> um, if we don't, if we don't have anything else, we can we can wrap up early. Casey, you're going to be back here in 40 minutes. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna be back here. You and Jesse, you're sailing the seven seas. Speaking yeah, of one Jesse uh, was able to uh, oh, yeah. correct Did, whatever oh, the hell yeah. happened last week. Ubisoft didn't uh, didn't lock him out of his account. Yeah, that was dumb. But yeah. uh, should be working fine now. So yeah, we'll be continuing with Edward Kenway uh, and learning about pirates. How's the water? The world is a glow of pirates nowadays, so it seems on brand. It is. It is. Do you think I get visually holds up? I haven't played. Yeah. It. Oh, no, yeah, it, especially it was, on PC, yeah, 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 and it did get like a, yeah, I think there are updated versions of it, yeah, yeah. um, cool, yeah, and then uh, yeah, big big streaming day for you guys uh, tomorrow. We'll be back with uh, Zelda. Jack should be joining us again uh, noon central with uh, Jack, Jesse, and myself going through uh, more Link to the Past. We'll also have our thoughts on the Nintendo Direct at that thing because the Direct will be like two hours before that. So hot takes. Uh, I told Jesse and Jack that I heard a rumor that well, they're announcing Wario's pregnancy, and that was why Charles Martinet couldn't voice him anymore. Don't uh, don't tell Jesse that refused. you think the Switch Two will be announced tomorrow because if it's not, you won't hear the end of it from him. Uh, to be fair, we said that two and a half years ago. It's and it fine. Has not been announced it's yet. fine. He doesn't need the He's satisfaction. Still right. He's still <laughs> right. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, it's been a long time we've been wrong. <laughs> Um, you know what? I'm just going to start then, saying uh, Half-Life 3 won't be announced every day so that I'm right every single day. There you go. Small victories. Uh, and, then and then I'll make tomorrow, a whole YouTube channel after called Nick Was Right. Um, and upload every... I think I just found my million dollar idea. Upload a video every single day saying Half-Life 3 was not announced today. And that's it. I bet you. someone has done that already. Fuck! I bet that's already a thing. <laughs> at least a twitter account for sure there's no original ideas left in this world <laughs> uh casey and i will also be doing uh portal 2 tomorrow night continuing our co-op journey 7 p.m yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that co-op game that is a fucking excellent co-op game that game is so much it is fun great fun uh tune in for that friday nick you can be back with uh un un yep uh tina will be there too finally excellent and then um Saturday's yeah, more, uh, game that'll be party on Friday, and then party animals, um, which is a, a brand new um, sort of uh, physics-based chaos brawler, like Gang Beast, but with more mechanics and objectives. Um, a much better we, Gang Beast. Uh, without Sounds spoiling promising. it, yeah, without spoiling it, we we played a little bit with Will, um, uh, Nick Frost, and I for his review, and it was a load of fun. So I think yeah. it should be really fun. My uh, my maniacal laugh came game. out from that one. It did. It, did. <laughs> it was terrifying. There was no cameras on either, so it was just like this disembodied laugh coming from space. Um, very scary. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Nick, you're going to be gone all next week. Um, in the land of ice. In Iceland. So in the land of ice. So most streams, well, we'll see. Like, Frost is going to join us next week for uh, Breakout, and then we'll see if uh, maybe we'll, we'll think of something to do during some of your other slots. But um, yeah, well, that stuff should yeah, be. Uh, people were asking about more Armored Core streams from him, so let's set that up. From Frost. He hasn't even played it since then. Yeah. Well, make him play it more. Yeah. Yeah, they, they nerfed some some bosses, I heard. Yeah, right after I fucking beat him. <laughs> <laughs> what so now, like, now you have that little that little badge on your Yeah, you I don't want that badge. You got the armored court master. <laughs> I don't want that badge. Um Casey, what else uh, what else do you have going on? Obviously you, we we as we mentioned your Liza P review will probably be up in the next uh, couple days. Yeah, I should be done with that like tonight. But um 
Uh, you can catch me at Simagears9 on Twitch and Twitter. New episode of The Signal Show this past Sunday. You can watch uh, as a VOD on the Twitch, or you can just listen to it on a podcast listening service. Probably the same one you listen to this one on. So just head on over to your search bar and search for The Sigma Show. You should find it. Um, outside of that, uh, there should also be a second review for not just Liza P, but for a game called Thunder Ray that uh, I finished forever ago. Uh, but the review, the embargo, I think, is tomorrow. So uh, who knows when that will come out, but check it out. It's actually also good. So just yeah. more good indies everywhere. That game, Thunder Ray, if people don't know, is very much a um, Super Punch-Out. like yes. Very much in the vein of Super Punch-Out. So if you like that. Keep an eye out for Thunder Ray. Yeah, so check that out. And then I'll be on the, all the other streams that Marty mentioned. I think that's pretty much it for me. Cool. Nick, anything for you? Nope. I'm going to Iceland to premiere the Eve documentary, which will premiere on the Escapist YouTube channel on Friday, September 22nd. We have a date finally. Hey. Hell yeah. Awesome. So I will, be, uh, I will be in Iceland from the 18th to the 26th. And four of those days, I, or three of those days, I get to just use for vacation time. That's a... Have you talked a long time. about who's going <laughs> to upload videos yep. while you're gone? Yep. They've got Channel Access. I thought you were going to say Channel X. I was like, what's Channel X? Uh, Why don't I know about Channel X? Does Elon, it Elon, Elon's private Twitter channel. <laughs> yeah, it's just Twitter. <laughs> it's just Twitter, Channel X. I think I said Twitter um, channel, too. I meant YouTube channel. <laughs> I like Twitter channel. It's fun. Um, like an old grandma tried to describe the internet. Uh, and then, of course, uh, check out Stratos, um, the, yes. the new uh, uh, escapist tangential uh, YouTube channel. Incredible video essays keep going up uh one on uh earth's fate uh in starfield and the other on uh starfield's um a side quest that sort of has the batman of the starfield universe just really fucking great stuff like the, the stuff is so good um so it's really good forward before it blows up um yeah other than that um thank you guys so much to mech in in uh, half an hour for assassin's creed uh, so for Casey and Nick, this was Marty. This was Breakout Episode 102. Thank you guys so much, as always, for uh, hanging out, for donating, for being members, for super chatting. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you all back here in about half an hour. Yeah. Bye, see you all later. A week Bye, and a half. Bye. Well, I guess I'll be here Friday. Be, I'll be here Friday. Be on what?